Welcome to the Friends Like Films podcast. I'm Britt. And I'm Greg. And welcome to our December chit-chat episode. I don't think we gave you all a November episode, did we, Greg? We did not. We, well, sort of, because a Halloween episode came out in November. (laughs) (laughs) We're the worst. Yeah. I mean, my excuse is I have a three-month-old now. Um, Uh, Yeah, I don't really have an excuse. no, no, make one up, make one up. I'm busy at work. I've got, you know, a whole lot, to, you know, so much stuff going on, So you much know? stuff going on. You're a Life, single you father know? to a one-year-old dog, like. Yeah, she just turned one. Yeah. Happy birthday, Pepper. Thank she... you so much. Yeah, she's sleeping. She's... <laughs> Pepper voice. <laughs> yeah, that's what, what I wish I could do on my birthday every year is just sleep all day. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Um... <laughs> In the personal uh, Friends Like Films family news. Yeah, our uh, number one fan, Becca, finally had her baby, little baby Sam. Yeah. (laughs) Congratulations. Uh, Yeah, congrats, Becca and Phil. Um, I I met him the other day, and he's a tiny little thing. He's only two weeks old. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I bet they so. have their hands full. Yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, for any, for Becca and Phil, for any, if there are any other new parents listening, it gets slightly better at the three-month mark. Definitely better than the one month, so that's something. Yeah, I I, I mean, every, every time I hear... Uh, People complaining about the baby phase. I think about other other parents with young kids that I've met that say like, "Oh, I wish I like took advantage of all the free time I had when they were little babies." What <laughs> free time? Yeah. Please I don't know, but I'm looking forward time. to you saying that. I'm looking forward to you saying that in about a year and a half. Well, this kid's going to daycare forty hours a week starting in January, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna have a lot more free time. <laughs> I love um, my kid. I love them so much, but the newborn phase is crap. That's all I'm going to say. I, I believe it. Yeah. Um, moving on from baby checks, people came here for entertainment talk. Um, <laughs> That's not entertaining? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we got some trailers in the last week or so we want to talk about. Yeah, there was like one big day in the last week where like a ton of trailers dropped. Yeah. Um, the the first was well, I don't we can I don't know if you have an idea of which one we should say first, but yeah, we the, we'll go with the first one on the list: Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah, I mean it's the one that I'm personally I think most excited about, and it's weird for me to say because it is Marvel, and I was getting Marvel fatigue, but. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the end of, well, at least James Gunn is not making another Guardians. And, like, it seems like, I think Dave Bautista said he doesn't want to do it without James Gunn, so he might be done as Drax. Right. Um, so it seems like, you know, we might not see the Guardians again for a while or in this form. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe, like, only in an Avengers movie or something. Um, yeah, so, and, and end, plus, of, end of an era, in a way. Yeah, and plus, James Gunn is going to be very busy. He's 
like the Kevin Feige now of the DCU. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm excited for that because I think historically I have not liked the DC movies as much as Marvel. Like, and part of it is because it's not like cohesive and like they can never like you never really know. I think after that Justice League movie like kind of flopped. Then it was like, all right, what are we doing here? Like right. they had like Wonder Woman two, Aquaman two, I think is being made, but yep. like, is it actually building up to anything? I don't know. The Flash, yikes! Yeah, right. Yeah, I feel like luckily though, the Flash had like a small enough part in Justice League that if they wanted to replace Ezra Miller, they could. Yeah, and it sounds like right now they're not, which is. Weird, but yeah, whatever. weird choice, weird choice. We'll see. I think th- I think because it, it's because they're not sure if they're going to make that movie at all. So like, why why recast it until you know you're actually going to make the movie? Right, right. But getting back to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three trailer, um, looks super emotional. Yeah i I have a theory about what's going to happen. Should I say? Yeah, say it's a theory. I think you can say. Yeah, I guess. I think. Rocket is going to die. Oh, yeah. I totally get that vibe, though. It's clearly the clear. There's number one. There's clearly like a big chunk of the story that's about him, right? Like it's about, like, because they show like some of his past. Yeah. And, and, and the thing I noticed is there's a bunch of shots of the whole team without Rocket. Mm, and I so, like, either he's, either he's missing or he dies or they have to get him back or something. But like, I just sense it. That's funny. I didn't notice that about multiple shots of him not being with the group. I remember when this trailer came out at D23 and people that were there saying like uh, James Gunn said that a lot of the story is going to focus on Rocket. So we kind of knew that already. Um, so I'm not so su- I wouldn't be surprised if he does either. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't think they're going to do Groot because they already kind of did that and he just grows back. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think Rocket's an easy one for them to do because Bradley Cooper probably doesn't want to be a voice anymore. And it's not like it's it. They could, in theory, if they wanted to bring him back somehow, they could do a different. They could do somebody that sounds like sort of like yes. Bradley Cooper. You know what I mean? And yes, like like it's it's much harder to like kill off Peter Quill and then be like, oh, actually, you know. Because yeah. like there's a face, there's like a face to that name. Like like you know what I mean. If Bradley Cooper wants out, you could say like, all right, we could either replace you or we can kill whatever. It's like I don't know. It just seems like lesser. Right. No offense to Rocket. <laughs> seems <laughs> like easier to kill you off, buddy. <laughs> I know. Love him. I it, did I miss something seeing Gamora in the trailer? No, I mean I think it was pretty understood that they were gonna do something with her. But has she like come back in another? She doesn't remember them. So it's like past. It's past Gamora. Yeah, but has she come back since she died? In, in no, she no that Gamora that died. Game? Their Gamora, their Gamora right. died. So and what then, I'm saying is, we haven't seen her since she died. Correct. No, 2014 Gamora comes forward in time with Thanos, and she's still like bad. And then she like. She's there and she survives the whole battle with Thanos and then she like disappears. So there's like a, a, there is a Gamora running around that doesn't really remember them. And it's like, this is weird. I'm out. No, I, I understand that, but I wasn't expecting her to appear in the trailer. Like, has Peter Quill interacted with her? Like, have we seen him interact with her again? No. After Endgame, she runs off. We don't know, but she's not dead. 
I know. I, what I'm saying is, I you thought, asked, you asked, have we seen her since she died? I said, yes, right, you've seen the other Gamora. We've seen the other Gamora since she died. Yeah, she dies. She dies in Infinity War, and then in is Endgame, she, the other Gamora shows up. When? When Thanos comes forward in time, they go back to 2014 to steal the Infinity Stones, and yeah. then. Nebula like glitches out and they get all the information from because future Nebula and past Nebula like share a connection and so that's how Thanos figures out what they're doing and he's like all right let's go to the future and fuck them up so and then did you have you seen Endgame yes we saw saw it it together (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember Gamora coming back in Endgame she was there she runs into she remember like Nebula's convincing her she's like oh yeah that's the guy that's the guy that you fall yes. in love with. And yes. She's like, this is the guy? And she's like, yeah, that's him. Okay. So has Peter Quill interacted with her? Have we seen that happen? Very, very briefly. Like, during Endgame. And then she's like, nah, I'm out of this. I'm not, I don't want to be in this Guardian's business. And she runs away. Okay. So I am surprised that they they weren't saving her for the movie and that they put her so much in this trailer is what I'm saying. Like, I, I thought, like, Peter Quill. Oh, uh, like, like, make it a surprise? Not really a so. Eh, I, I guess in a way, like part, like a a good part of the movie would be Peter Quill trying to find her. Um, I mean, maybe that'll be the beginning part of the yeah. movie or something. I don't know, but I'm. It's it, given that it's probably the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I think she had to be in it. Yeah, you're probably right. Either way, excited. Sorry, yeah. I was so f- <laughs> fucking confused. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go watch Endgame, come back, we'll finish the episode. Seriously, jeez. <laughs> Be back in four hours. Yeah, although now I'm thinking about it, like, I don't know if they actually interacted. She definitely interacted with, like, future Nebula. Right. And I think maybe he, like, there's, like, a moment where he's like, Gamora, remember us? And she's like, absolutely not, I don't remember you, I'm like, here. who the fuck? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and other, well, we have a date for Guardians 3 next summer? Mm, yeah, something like that. Twenty twenty three for sure. Yeah. So, oh, really? Really? Twenty twenty. Well, yeah, it could have sure? been twenty twenty four. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying twenty twenty two is the other option. <laughs> um, something else coming out um, in twenty twenty three is Indiana Jones. Um, and what's the little subtitle? Uh, I don't know. Wow, we're so <laughs> professional. Electric and- Boogaloo. And the and the dial of destiny. Oh uh, yeah, dial of destiny. Yes. Whatever. And um, the plot device. Yes. Um, <laughs> we got the trailer for it recently. Um, quick trailer under two minutes. You know, it's Indiana Jones. It looks fun. Yeah, Phoebe Waller Bridge is playing his daughter. Um. The trailer, I think they also released some images, but like that was like the first kind of look at her in the movie that you saw. Mm-hmm. And so, seems like it'll be good enough. I wonder if they're trying to set up sequels with her as the star. And like, because this is definitely Harrison Ford's last go. A lot of people think Indiana Jones is going to die. Uh, funny you say that. I literally just came across a, a headline that says, No one is replacing Indy. Director shoots down rumors that Phoebe Waller Bridge will take over for Harrison Ford. Okay. 
maybe he won't direct the movie with her in it because the he. <laughs> but if it's a if it's a hit and her character has traction, it, she absolutely will star in a movie. There's no there's no way the studio is going to pass up on that. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. This director is probably not in the know. James. But like Ma- James Mangold, you're lying. Yeah. It won't be a James James Mangold directed picture. It'll be like Chloe yeah. Zhang or something. Or Chloe Zhao, excuse me. Chloe Zhao, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but looks good. Uh, that comes out June thirtieth. Um. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm skeptical just because of what happened with the fourth one, but I didn't even see the fourth one. To be honest with you. With Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah it wasn't great. Yeah, that's a really long time ago now. No. Uh, 2008. Yeah, um, I mean, it was alright. The first three are amazing. Um, one of the, like, I think one of the best, like, trilogies mm-hmm. ever. Um, that fourth one was a little off. I don't think it's as bad as people say, but it wasn't, it wasn't great. So right. we'll see. We'll see what they do with this one. Yeah. Um, last trailer, which you probably don't care about, <laughs> but I thought was cool, was the new Transformers movie. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I wrote here on the, on the list, uh, Transformers Beast Wars. That's not exactly, that's not what it's actually called. I don't know the name of it, <laughs> but, um, I love, when we were kids, the show Beast, the Transformers show Beast Wars was on TV and I loved that show. So that did was Colin. like, we were, we were like the right age for it. And, uh, so I'm just pumped to see that on TV, like you know, on the big screen, you know? So Where it's listeners. like, you know, instead of turning instead of turning into cars, they turn into animals. It's yes. like very, you know. So listeners, uh, let me give you the actual title. It's Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Oh um, yeah, hype. Coming out June 9th. Oh, it's coming out our wedding anniversary. That's what we're gonna do. Nice. We're gonna go see the new Transformers. Movie. Rise of the Beasts. <laughs> um no, Colin was excited um when he saw the trailer too that they were doing you know quote-unquote beast wars with the movie yeah yeah um who's yeah. in it the, Any, what are the names in it oh um pete davidson uh, what's it? <laughs> yeah but what's it? no 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 the big name is the guy from uh uh the guy from hamilton anthony ramos yeah yes yeah um yep. i think he's the main star yeah he is uh, Ron and Perlman. probably Josh Dumal because Josh Dumal's in all of them in some like small capacity. Okay, I don't know if he's in this one. But... They had that one with Haley Steinfeld a while back that took Bumblebee. place in like the eighties or nineties, eighties maybe nineties. I don't know. But anyway, I thought yeah. that one was pretty good. But like they did a weird thing by having it happen in the past because now like she can't be in the new sequels because she'd have to be like an older woman. Well, she's pretty busy anyway. That's true. She's pretty much on top of the world. Hawkeye and all that, yeah. 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 Um, have they said anything about what her character is going to be doing in Marvel? I don't think they've said anything yet. There's not going to be a season two of... of um, Hawkeye. What's it called? You know, the one. <laughs> I, um, you, what's the show she was in? Can you hear me? I just said Hawkeye. Oh, no. I didn't hear you say it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, is my <laughs> mic not working? Hawkeye. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. There's not going to be a season two of Hawkeye, so I guess we'll see. Who knows? Like, honestly, Marvel uh, MCU doesn't know what it's doing. They have so many characters. I don't know when people are coming. Yeah, back. there's a talk. There's talk that they're building up to like a Young Avengers 
yeah movie or show or something later um so yeah transformers i'm excited any movie like that i love to see that's like exactly the kind of movie that i go to the theater for because like i want to see like the big crazy visuals like i'm not you know a drama i'm not really i don't need to be in a theater for a drama yeah you are (laughs) a there is a demographic audience of people that go to the movies for those big like action franchises because of the visual and sound like that's why they go to the theater that makes sense totally makes sense yeah i was just gonna say um looking at our list here big big bob is coming back daddy's home (laughs) house of the mouse he's back bob Iger. yeah bob is dead long long live bob (laughs) (laughs) um yeah bob chapik who took over for bob Iger. A while, you know, however many years two ago. Two years ago like, now, I think. Yeah, you know, two, three, maybe. Yeah. Um, he wasn't wasn't getting it done. They were losing a lot of money, mm-hmm. and he was raising prices at the thing that people really hated him for was raising prices at the parks. Like okay. that was like the unforg- that was the unforgivable sin. It was like it was not affordable for families to go to Disney World anymore. <laughs> I mean, was and, it had it been affordable for a while? Like, um, I think it was still depends where you stayed. Like there, yeah. You know, um, but I mean that the parks were a big source of revenue for Disney. Like that's still one of their their biggest money makers, even more than the movies and like most of their movies. Yeah. Um. So I get it. If they're not making money on the parks, he's got to fix that, and he didn't. Yeah. So Iger back in town. They brought him back. Yeah. I mean, he was. We'll see. Before he left, he was CEO for like 15 years. Like he was there for a he long He took over time. from Michael Eisner, who was, I don't know when Michael Eisner was left. It was a while. Yeah. Michael Eisner was, bef- there was a guy between Walt Disney and Michael Eisner. Like one guy, I think, or two guys. Yeah. Yeah. But Walt, yeah. His bro- Walt, Walt Disney, his brother took over for a while. Then there was somebody else, then Michael Eisner, I think. Okay. Who knows? i don't know the history of disney ceos i know i know walt disney and his brother and then i know michael eisner because that's what i can remember yep (laughs) like that was in my lifetime yep um yeah but bob Iger, i think we'll see i mean i I, he obviously did well for disney when he was in charge the last time around but uh what one thing i read that was interesting is that like a lot of the reason that they were kind of like in the red and losing money was the fox merger that he brokered before he left and they spent like billions and billions and billions on the Fox merger. And Bob Chappick was trying to dig them out of the hole and he wasn't able to. Mm-hmm. So like now Bob Iger's back and it's like, all right, you know, there's still a mess here that you created that you now need to fix. Like the other guy took the blame, but this was actually originally your mess. And now you have to, you really have to clean it. Right. Right. So we'll see if he can do it. Let's see. Let's see, Bob. Um, last bit of news, a little bit of a sad note. We had two, uh, people pass away that I wanted to mention. Um, the first was Kevin Conroy, who was for all, basically our whole lives, the voice of Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in the animated series, all the video games, like basically anything animated that DC has done. And they do a ton of like animated movies and animated stuff. Like, so they've got a ton of stuff out there that has his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is like the iconic voice of Batman. Like a lot of people, when they think of Batman, they, like the voice, they think of him. And, oh, yeah. uh, and yeah, he died young. I think he was 60, what did I say? 66. 66. Yeah. And I, 
I think a lot of people didn't know he was sick, and so that was really sad. Uh, Mark Hamill did like a really nice tribute to him because Mark Hamill obviously was the voice of the Joker, so they were kind of like, you know, co-leads or opposites in a lot yep. of different things. Um, and so yeah, that was really sad to hear, like a piece of childhood. And then shortly after that, another one. This was like a bigger deal for me and my brothers, like because we were such such big Power Rangers fans when we were kids. Yeah, and. Jason David Frank passed away. He was the Green Ranger, the White Ranger. He was the Red Ranger in a couple instances, and then he came back like years later, uh, like well after we were ever we were all watching Power Rangers. But he was like still involved. He was like in, you know, everything. He was in the movie. He was in actually both movies in the nineties, um, and he was like the leader of the team. He was the coolest guy. He had the cool ponytail and the cool outfit yep. and everything. Um, and so he was like childhood hero, like. Character's name was Tommy. Like you wanted to be Tommy. Everybody, if you're playing Power Rangers, everybody you'd fight over who got to be Tommy. Yeah, yeah. And so that was really sad. Me and my brother met him at Comic Con a couple of years ago. We got his autograph. Yeah, he's always at the different cons. Um, yeah, and people I people that I kind of know, but people I follow on social media that have met him multiple times always said that he was just like the nicest guy. Yeah, he really was like all about the fans. He was always like, and he, and his line was always the long, like at Comic Con, he, like, of all the crazy, like, famous people that are at Comic Con, this guy had the longest line always. Like, people were always, always wanted to meet this guy, and he stayed until the very last person. Like, even if his time was up, he would stay until the line was up. Yeah. And, and he would, and, and he would like take breaks from like meeting the one, like doing the one on ones to like keep the, the line engaged. Like, while we were waiting there, he was he would like do these like polls like get the crowd involved like throw out free shit like yeah. take 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 group videos for his Instagram and like get the whole line behind yep. him and like say like everyone yell Power Rangers or whatever and like just kind of keeping everybody like amped up right and like so you could tell he was like really into it and really there for the fans um, yeah and yeah just really that was like a shocker he was only forty nine yeah um, definitely an absolute loss yeah and you know he without you know getting into any details he did take his own life so i just want to say like if anybody i don't know who was listening out there but if anybody you think anybody needs help say something to him if you need help reach out don't ever let it get that bad absolutely absolutely um yeah so that was like that was like a shock yeah yeah it's awful he was so young um, there's no easy way to segue um, when we talk about uh, people that passed away, um, but I'll try. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what we've been watching recently. Um, yes, it's the holiday season. Yes. Maybe we can bring ourselves up out of that yeah. out of that funk with some holiday holiday cheer, holiday movies. Yes. Um, We've managed to watch a couple holiday um related things. Um should we start with the one we've both watched? Yeah. Yeah, so we both checked out the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special on Disney Plus. Um I love a good holiday special. I remember growing up in the nineties and watching TJF. So like Boy Meets World and um Full House, like and even today, like sitcoms, like they have their holiday episodes and they're great. Yeah. Um, the Star Wars holiday special in the 80s. That's like a legendarily 
bad, bad example of what to do. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm happy to say the Guardians one was better than that. Um, I really yeah, loved I, it. I really I, I enjoyed it a lot too. Um, I was skeptical because I was like, I was nervous with any anytime there's. I mean, I guess with the MCU, they've got a pretty good track record at this point. But like, people were skeptical when they started making TV shows, and the TV shows were good. And then people were skeptical when they wanted to make a holiday special, and then this was good. So like, at, yep. at what point? At what point do I stop being skeptical? I don't know, but I know it ended up being a lot better than I thought. It was, and it's like I said, it's a quick watch. It's only forty-two minutes, um, and so it's easy to keep your attention. Um, and the plot is pretty simple. Um, it's Christmas time, um, but in the galaxy where Peter Quill and the Guardians live, it's, people don't really celebrate Christmas. It's an Earth thing. Um, but Mantis and Drax want to do something really nice for Peter for the holidays. So they go and they get his hero, Kevin Bacon. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> abduct him they they basically kidnap kevin bacon yes. <laughs> to give him as a gift yes. to and spoiler alert by the way but um yeah to give him as a gift to star lord to peter quill and hijinks ensue yeah. um and really like the the stars of the movie were drax and mantis like they were kind of like a it was like a buddy cop mm-hmm. like let's go save christmas for for peter um and it was funny. It had like a kind of a heartfelt thing there at the end. Um, Kevin Bacon was pretty good playing himself. He was funny. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think I got what I needed out of it. It was a holiday. You know, it had the holiday spirit. It was like a Absolutely lighthearted, did. like quick watch. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I recommend it to anybody out there. Absolutely. Disney Plus can watch it. Um, I recently watched... Um, a new holiday movie, Christmas with the Campbells, which is produced by... I don't think by... I've even heard of it. Yeah, how did I find it? I found it going through... I think I was on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, it's produced by Vince Vaughn. Um, it stars Brittany Snow and Justin Long. Um, it's... <laughs> It's not great, <laughs> but it made me laugh, and it pokes fun at the um, the Hallmark Christmas movies, specifically Justin Long's, ca- Long's character, which at first, when he first started speaking and the things he was saying, I was like, this can't be serious, and then it kept going, and I was like, oh, this is satire, got it. <laughs> you know, it was, it was fine. It made me laugh. All right. Yeah. Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. What about you? You said it was where on Apple TV? Um, I rented it on Amazon Prime. Wow, we paid for it. Jeez. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it worth the money? Five bucks? Sure. Okay, sure. It's five bucks. <laughs> um, I haven't finished this yet, but on HBO Max, there's a documentary called Santa Camp, and it's about a camp in New Hampshire that people that play santa go to um oh but this like mall santas malls yeah mall santas i don't know other where do do other santas go besides the mall parties you like hire santa (laughs) yeah yeah. the north the north pole the north yep the north pole um (laughs) 
But as you can imagine, this camp has been 100% all old white men. Um, and this documentary, um, they focus oh, on. Oh no, tell me they tell me they're into like some dark crap. What? No, they focus on bringing in like, uh, like a like a black Santa. This guy from oh, okay. Arkansas good. goes. Um, I hear you mention a group of white old white men, and I'm like, oh god, what they do? <laughs> it's a Santa cult. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like no. oh god, who do, who did they exploit? No, uh, they have their first uh, black man goes to camp this year. This this kid, he's he's not a kid; he's thirty, um, but he has spinal bifida, um, and he's nonverbal. Um, but he loves Santa, and he's always wanted to be in a Santa parade. So he goes to Santa camp this year. Um, I haven't finished it yet, but so far it's really heartwarming. But but it's also been honest with the awkward interactions of like 60 plus white men not knowing how to like sort of like like for example one of the santas went up to the the black man that was at camp and he's like we've never had a black man at santa camp before like how do you want me to like pretty much be a fucking human being around you like like it was really fucking awkward like, and what, like do you want me to call you black santa like like, <laughs> like- like I <laughs> it was so awkward. Um, oh, and I should mention the first um, transgendered Santa is also at Santa Camp that year. Um, oh, and and like it, it, I'm I'm glad they're like showing the realities of like these guys are trying, but they clearly like need help with diversity at Santa Camp. Yeah, yeah. That that's not totally unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. But what have you been watching holiday-wise? Um, other than the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, I only watched one new thing. I'll probably get into like my real Christmas mode soon. But like, there's not a lot of new stuff out there. But I did watch the new uh, movie with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, Spirited. Um, yes. Which I had heard it was good from Becca uh, and her husband, Phil. And I was skeptical. <laughs> Because I knew it was a musical, and like I don't know, I just didn't. It, sure. I knew that it was kind of a, a, a updated Christmas Carol, like take on Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. and um, so I was skeptical. But it was, I was pleasantly surprised. It wasn't great, but it was not bad. Okay. It was funny. Okay. Um, the songs were just okay. It is a musical. Uh, <laughs> Ugh, I'm not yeah. into musicals. Uh, I don't mind musicals. This one was probably could have done with a little bit less music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe if it wasn't a musical at all. <laughs> yeah. But the concept of the story actually was better than I thought. Like it's, it is like a fresh take on uh, Christmas Carol. Like there were aspects story. to it that I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's not, it's not the classic story. It's different. Okay. That's cool. And they did film it in Boston, which is extra yes. cool. Yeah, there are some scenes where you can kind of recognize. Yeah. That's cool. Um, there are other pieces of it that I think don't take place in Boston, but there are parts of it that you could tell they filmed it there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, listeners, I hope you liked our little jingle holiday corner. Um, yeah. We've been <laughs> jingle holiday. <laughs> I'm like, my brain is so is that, fried. That's what we're calling it, I guess. Our jingle holiday corner. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we can move into like other stuff that we've been watching. But is there any like hol- I think we talked about this last year? But like, mm-hmm. what's your number one number one Christmas movie? 
I mean, for classic, it, I, we talked about this last year. I grew up watching It's a Wonderful Life around Christmas all the time. My mm. dad needs to watch it. He cries yeah, every year. Yeah, my dad watches it every year. Yeah, it's like the movie your dad watches and he cries and you sit there and you're like, uh, uh, like, are you okay, dad? Yeah, I like the little <laughs> claymation, like Rudolph, yep. uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Coming to town. But my year favorite is Santa. Year Without a Santa Claus, yeah. that's my favorite. <laughs> Heat Miser and Snow Miser, that's my favorite yeah. one. Love the claymation, love the claymation specials. Um, and we covered this, maybe it was last year or the year before, but the holiday, one of my favorite yeah, I think I was just too late to the party on the holiday. Like, I like I enjoyed it, but I don't consider it to be like a classic. Yeah, I know. If anything, I like um, Jingle All the Way. <laughs> would be another one that I, I got. I got my Turbo Man last year. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um. um yeah. So I'll probably run through all those movies in the next month. Um, I did make it out to a theater, even though I do have a small child. Um. I take myself on little movie dates by myself. Um, I went to see the new the new Timmy Chalamet movie. I had to go see it, uh, Bones and All. Him and Taylor Russell. Yeah, you had been talking about it for a while. You were excited for this one. I was. Um, I posted on our Instagram a little quick spoiler-free review. Um, but I'll say it again. I really liked it. Taylor Russell, uh, definitely a breakout for it. Um, don't want to give anything else away, but... I I really really. I like mean, I it. know roughly what it's about. Cannibals. Yep. Yeah, they eat each other. <laughs> they do eat humans. Yep. <laughs> um, but it it's weird to say like, but it's so much more than that. But but it is. Okay, <laughs> not giving it. anything away. Um, they eat humans in like a really romantic way. In a really romantic, yep, <laughs> loving way. Exactly. Um, if you're squeamish. Probably not the movie for you, even though I will say the gore was not done in a gratuitous way. Um, there wasn't a ton of it, which was good. Um, All right. Yeah. And then I watched um, the documentary by Jonah Hill on Netflix called Stutz, which is about his therapist, Phil Stutz. Yeah, I started it. I it was late at night and I didn't finish it, so I'll get to it. Yeah. But um I saw like the first maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes and I was really enjoying it, so I am going to finish it. Yeah. Yeah, um I I I've, I've talked about it before. I've been in therapy on and off for 10 years now. Um and this guy just I just love his philosophy with therapy and his techniques and I actually learned some things and I think uh, listeners, if you watch it, you'll 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 learn too, and that you could actually take into you, in your own life and and use um because a lot of therapy and and it can work for you and it's worked for me is a lot of just talking um and the therapist saying like how does that make you feel and sometimes it, that that's all you need but um th- this guy it, it, he takes a different approach and I think it's really cool. Um. Yeah, I I didn't get far enough to really know, like to to like hear his methods. It yeah, was kind of still like intro. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, I don't know if it was thirty minutes in. It was probably less. But um, anyway, yeah, it seemed seemed promising. Yeah. So maybe I'll finish it tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been watching quite a few things. Um, 
the the Star Wars show Andor ended. Um, I think there is going to be another season based on the way oh. it ended, but I don't know. How, I, maybe we got to see how it was received by people. Uh, but, all I've heard is it's like the best thing Star Wars has ever done. Like people have like a boner for the show. I mean, it was good. It's yeah. kind of a slow burn. Yeah. So it's, it's, I would say it's different than what a lot of the other Star Wars stuff that they've, they've put out. Cause it's not like, like, I don't think the force was used once in the whole, in the whole show. Like I, that's refreshing like, though. Yeah. It's like very grounded and like, it's about the very beginnings of the rebellion. Um, and yeah, you know, th- like he is a kind of a compelling character. Um, he's searching, he's a kind of searching for his family. He's getting wrapped up in. He got in trouble, then he gets wrapped up in the in the rebellion, but it's like not really a formal rebellion yet. So it's it's um it's cool. It's an, an interesting time period in the Star Wars like yeah saga. It's like it's after the the prequels, right? So right the, the Empire has just taken over, but Luke Skywalker hasn't hasn't beaten the Empire yet. So it's like during the Empire reign, like while Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader are like running the show, right? Um, and yeah, so it's, it's cool. It's just about kind of sneaking around and it's, kind of, it's like almost like a spy show. Yeah. Um, you know, intelligence gathering and like kind of how they fool the empire and how the empire is trying to catch them. And so it's interesting. Yeah. I can see why I haven't heard this. Like I said, I've only heard people love this show, but I can see for some people why it would not be like, it would be a little slow for them based on what you said. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, there's plot lines about, like, how are we going to fund the rebellion? And, like, where yeah. am I going to get the money? And, like, yeah, I like, I, like I, that's not, like, very compelling for a lot of people, I guess. But, like, right. it is, it, to me, it's interesting, like, to understand, like, like, obviously they had to figure this out. Like, it's being run by, like, senators in the, like, in the Imperial, like, Congress. Like, how do they stay right. unknown, but while, while still, like, funding a rebellion secretly? Mm-hmm. Um, so, to me, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, the other show that I've been watching, the, I think it's season four or five of Yellowstone. It's, uh, it's losing me, to be honest. Really? I binged the whole show. Yeah. A lot of people had recommended the show. I binged it all. And this is like the, I think this is the first season that I'm watching live and okay. I'm not into it. I wonder if my mom has watched the latest season because she loves Yellowstone. It started out as Game of Thrones Cowboys. Like it was yeah. like cow- game game of cowboys and I well, I loved what it. What happened with Game of Thrones went downhill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know. Like it started in the in the most recent season. There were like kind of like plot threads that they just like left hanging that they never really resolved and then everyone went back to it and everyone was like what happened like but what mm-hmm. what happened with this guy and then like they just never answered it and everyone, that was like everyone was like oh that was weird okay. And now it's like they're just kind of like the the characters are starting to become like exaggerated versions of themselves, you know what I mean? Like they like latch on to one aspect of a character, and then like that's all they do. Yeah. And so it's starting to wear thin a little bit. But the guy who creates the show, Taylor Sheridan, he's like he's like Shonda Rhimes for Cowboys. Like he has a he has like eight shows. There's like two Yellowstone spinoffs. He's got another one called so, uh, Four Sixes that's starting. Oh, he's got two Yellowstone prequels. He's he made um oh there was a big there was a movie that he made that was really popular too, uh Wind River with oh. Jeremy Renner yeah and yes, so yes, and yes. it's all about and that takes place in the same in the same like 
area of the country, like um, Montana, mm-hmm. like Indian reservations, Yellowstone National Park. Yep. And so, like, that's like I guess the culture he's from, like ranching and whatever else, like raising horses and cattle. And okay. so he became a screenwriter and wanted to write about like his people and his way what of life. I get it. Yeah. But like he's kind of, I think he's becoming a little oversaturated <laughs> or like maybe he should have focused on one show and not eight shows because like yeah. now you're starting to lose the thread. Yeah. But, um, so we'll see. I mean, some, like apparently the prequels for Yellowstone are even better. I haven't seen any of them. It's like 1883 and 1907 oh, yeah. or something like that or 17 yeah. something. So I don't know. Maybe I'll give one of the prequels a shot, but the main show is starting to lose me a little bit. It's hard to keep a good thing going. Yeah. Speaking of good things, I see you watch Black Adam. Yeah, although I don't know if we're st- – are we speaking of good things yet? I don't know. Um, Black Adam was just okay, I thought. Wow, color right. me surprised. I can't believe it. <laughs> um, yeah, there was like a sort of twist that like, you could see coming a mile away. Do we want to um, say – I even know what the twist is. Do we want to say it's been out Do for you a bit. know? No, I think you know about the after the credits scene. No, that's not the twist. Oh, okay. <laughs> Brittany just like mouthed to me what she thinks the twist. That was in the after credits scene, so that was like kind of a surprise. But no, the twist was that like they build it up, like um, they 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 they, they kind of tell in the beginning. They tell like the story of how he became Black Adam, like back in mm-hmm. like ancient times, and then like along with him being like waking up in the future and like being you know whatever in this like fake Middle East country. Okay. That, like, they basically get taken advantage of and invaded, like, by various different, like, they never have ruled themselves. Like, one country rules them, then they drive out those invaders and somebody else rules them. And so they're, like, waiting for their hero to come back. Like, that's the story. Okay. And so he wakes up, he's back, he's Black Adam. And, but then they're telling the story of, like, how he becomes Black Adam. And the whole time they're building it up, spoiler, they're building it up that it's, like, this kid who was, like, a slave. And he rises up against, and then you find out that, the kid was, he was Black Adam, but then they, in order to get to him, they were going to execute his whole family. And so he gives his powers to his dad, saves his dad, and then he gets killed. So, so the rock is actually the dad. He's not the kid. Oh, okay. And so like you find out like halfway through the movie and that's supposed to like make him really compelling. Like he's like, I wasn't supposed to be a hero. Like it was my son. My son was the hero. I'm not a hero. Oh, okay. And then, and then and- does he just drop the people's elbow on everyone? Yeah, so basically. Mad. Yeah. And like Amanda Waller, like Viola Davis's character is like, we can't control this guy. Like we got to get rid of this guy. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, you literally can't kill me or control me. Like I'm not, I'm not a hero. I'll do whatever the hell I want. And like then by the end of the movie, he's like, all right, I actually am going to be a hero for this specific little country. <laughs> okay. And he's like, and basically like stay out of my borders. Like this is my spot now. And then, yeah, that's, that's the movie. So is Black Adam going to be a thing? Like, are we going to see him again? Yeah, I think there's going to be a a Black Adam 2, possibly, and there's also going to be Shazam 2 is coming. Right. Um, I don't think he is in Shazam 2, though, which doesn't make sense to me because, like, Black Adam and Shazam are, like, rivals slash... They have the same powers. They're, like, the they got their powers from the same, same place. Okay. Got it. So, they're, like, traditionally, like, it's multiple... I was going to say, like, arch enemies. Yeah, that's that's the term. I was going to say nemesis, but I don't know how to say more than one nemesis. Nemesi? Nemesis. 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 That sounds right. Nemesis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, like, I figured I figured he'd show up in, in Shazam 2, but apparently he's not in Shazam 2, so I don't know. But, yeah. yeah, I guess maybe James Gunn has some plans for him. 
I'm sure he does. He's a very smart. I think man. you don't like you don't if if you're gonna take over the DC did what do they call is it the DCU or the DC something else whatever the DC movies. Um, <laughs> if you're gonna take over their universe, like you got to know who your stars are, right? And so, like, if The Rock is starring in one of these movies already, like you're probably gonna keep him around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then the the twist slash spoiler that you were talking about is that Henry Cavill shows up in the post credit scene and. Con- thereby confirming that he's still playing Superman and probably will be in another movie. Yeah, I mean, no surprise there. Do you think that's why he left The Witcher? Um, No, I think it's more likely that the new season of The Witcher is going to suck. And he's like, yeah, I'm not staying on for a show that sucks. That's what I That's what I kind of heard. There yeah. was, like, disagreements <laughs> with writing and stuff, and he was like, nah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's more likely. Um, but he's a good Superman. I, I, so I, I'm, I'm happy to see him as Superman again. Yeah. We'll see if they get Affleck back as Batman. No, we, we got Rob. Well, it's not the same universe. I was going to say we have Rob now as Batman, but yeah, I liked his Batman, but yeah, no, we'll see. It's not in the universe, so we'll see what they do. Yeah. Um, then the last movie that I saw that's worth mentioning is, uh, because there's plenty I saw that were not worth mentioning, but um, <laughs> see how they run, <laughs> see how they run with Saoirse Ronan yeah. and uh, um, uh, Rockwell, Sam Rockwell, and and various others as well, which was um, cool. I don't, I have to look. I don't know if if it itself was based on an Agatha Christie novel, mm-hmm. but like that's the whole like plot device is that there is a play that's being made about about an Agatha Christie book, and the play is a big success. And they want to make a movie out of it. And like then hijinks ensue. There's like a murder surrounding the the cast and crew that wants to make the movie. Yeah. Um and so it was good. I liked it. It's like it's really about the two cops that are trying to solve solve the murder, Sam Rockwell and Saoirse Ronan. Yes. And one's a detective and one's like Sam Rockwell's like the seasoned jaded vet detective. Right. And Saoirse Ronan's like a beat cop. And she, because at at the time this takes place, like which is like golden era Hollywood, and it takes place in London, um, okay. there were like not a lot of women cops, and so she's like trying to break into the industry or whatever, and yep. trying to prove herself, and so um, yeah, it was good. They had a good dynamic together, and um, it was fun to like. It was like kind of a whodunit, yeah. Like figure out who you know, very much in the vein of like um, the the Knives Out movies or the or the movies with uh, like uh, Murder on the Orient Express or Death on the Nile like um, which are kind of making a comeback I guess these types of movies like murder mysteries yeah um, we talked about see how they run shows back now we were excited for it to come out I haven't seen it yet this movie got like no love like no marketing yeah. really but you I mean, said it was good? I'm not gonna yeah it was good I mean I don't I don't know that anybody deserves an award for it, but it That's was good. Okay. Like, I'm not, like, yeah, 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 but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely going to check it out. I love both of them. I love Sersha and, and Sam. Um, so I definitely will. And I'm surprised whatever studio released this didn't try to capitalize on this resurgence of these kind of films that are so yeah. hot right now. But, I mean, I feel like that's how this movie gets made in the first place. But I like—I mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess the marketing or something—they screwed it up. Yeah. Um, backtracking a little bit, you mentioned Shazam two coming out, which this is how my train of thought is working. Adam Brody is in Shazam, and Shazam Shazam two is having a resurgence himself. 
He is in a show that I'm currently watching that's currently airing on Hulu FX. Uh, Fleischman is in trouble. It's based on the book of the same name, and it's so good. And What's it, it also stars Jesse Eisenberg. They're going to say Jesse Smollett. Who's that? It's the guy that faked his own racist beating. Oh, God. Why would he be in the show? I don't know. I just thought that's what you were going to say. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. when you said Jesse, it sounded like you said Jussie. And I was like, oh, there's only one Jussie. No. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> let's be clear. Yeah. Um, and it's it's so good. Without giving anything away, it's about um, a guy who he's probably like mid, late 30s, 40. Um, he recently gets divorced. Um, it's like, and it's like a dark comedy, I would say, and a little bit of a mystery thrown in. Um, really good. Cool. Yeah. Should we talk about the future and what we're looking forward to watching? Yeah. What are we looking forward to? (laughs) Um, well, we both have not seen Black Panther 2. I know. It's been in theaters for a couple of weeks. It's very not characteristic of us. Usually we're out there to see the uh, Marvel movies pretty quick, but it was right before Thanksgiving and, you know, busy lives and all that. Yeah. But we do want to see it. <laughs> for realsies, we do. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get there. I actually, ha- I almost went and saw it yesterday. I actually had plans with my brother and then we decided to help my dad with his Christmas tree. Womp womp. Oh, good <laughs> no, <was> son. <laughs> good son. Yeah. Um, so I don't regret it. He would have picked. He would have picked. He always somehow gets a weird tree, like he thinks it's perfect, and then we go there and we're like, "Dad, there's like no branches on one side of this thing. Like, what are you doing?" This tree sucks. <laughs> yeah. So he actually got a good tree now because we were there. <laughs> you saved Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they should make a movie about it. Um, yeah. the The next thing that we're both looking forward to is the whale, which I'm really looking forward to. This one. Me um, too. Everyone's talking about Brendan Fraser's performance. Um, I think I I didn't realize there was a play also that this is based on. I did not realize that either. Yeah, so there's like a a play called The Whale as well. It's also Damn. I think it's based on that. Yeah, so um seems good. Yeah, you are Stranger Things fan Sadie Sink is also in it. Um Yep. Directed by Darren Ar- Aronofsky. So comes out December 9th. So I my in-laws are coming actually tomorrow night, so Colin and I can probably sneak out to the theater and go see it. Yeah, yeah, and guess who's coming this weekend? Big Greg. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm coming. I'm going up to Massachusetts. Going to see all the friends. <laughs> bring in the dog. Yeah. Um, I am looking forward to it. Same. <laughs> Big same. Um. We're going to go mini golfing, I think, is the idea. An yeah, indoor mini golf. Indoor mini golf. New place in the city. Um, none of us have gone to it yet, so we're very excited. Oh, wait. Should we see Black Panther 2? We probably should. Okay, yeah. Why don't we do that? I love that. <laughs> I love that nice. idea. We're making plans. Listeners, um, we'll let you know where we're going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Coming to theaters and Netflix on December 23rd. It'll be on Netflix. Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. Yeah, that's in theaters now, correct? Yeah, you're probably Does, right. 
Probably now. I think it's in theaters now. Like, I don't think they're doing a simultaneous Netflix release. That would be weird. They are not. That people actually want to see. It is. Yep. It is in theaters now. Yeah. So get out there and see it, folks. <laughs> folks, um, coming to Netflix <laughs> December 30th, um, but theaters now is White Noise, starring Adam Driver and Greta Gerwig, directed by uh, Noah Baumbach, based on the novel, and I always mess up his name, uh, Don DeLillo? DeLillo? Don DeLillo. Yes. Sounds right to me. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. So <laughs> sounds good to me. <laughs> Craig's looking at me like I don't know. What yeah, don't look saying. to me for help because I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> yes, it's based on the novel by Don DeLillo. Um, so I'm looking excited, looking forward to that. Um, Babylon is next month in January. That's the new um, Damien Chazelle joint with Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt. Looks wild. Um, yeah, that's like that's like another golden age of Hollywood type movie, right? Yes. Um, yeah, I've heard I've heard mixed actually. Yeah, so have I actually. So we'll see. I mean, I, I'm that's like one that's on my list to see. So I'll be my own judge. What about the Fablemans? Uh, Is that on your list? Uh, yeah, yeah, I want to see it. When does it come out? I don't know. It's out now. <laughs> oh, is it already? Yeah, it's out in theaters. Oh. Maybe we see that instead. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Well, we know that's not the kind of movie I go to the theater for, Brett. So let's just, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> that's true. Um, the last one I wanted to mention on the looking forward to is one that kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't even know this movie existed until recently, <laughs> but they like a trailer dropped and it's actually out in theaters now. Christmas movie called Violent Night with David Harbour, <laughs> David Harbour and John Leguizamo, where <laughs> it's like, the way, I mean, I don't know, based on watching the trailer, the way I would describe it is Santa meets John Wick. Like, so, like, Santa goes John Wick on naughty list people, basically. He's just like, oh, these these guys got to go. And what's the tagline the, is, yeah. the tagline is, you better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have an exclamation point at the end or just you no. better watch out? I love just that. Just you better watch out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he has a reindeer sidekick? Uh, yeah, I bet he has reindeer. I don't know if it's a sidekick, but I bet he's got the he got the whole crew. Yeah. You know? Okay. I would hope so. I mean, if he's Santa. If a bad guy doesn't get kicked by a reindeer in this movie, then I think they failed. I think yeah. that's where we're leading. That's where we're getting at here. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but it seems good. I like John Leguizamo too. Like, kind of an underrated actor. Mm-hmm. Um. He always did like kind of weird comedy stuff in the nineties, but yeah, um he, he's he been he's been in a few more serious roles that are that are good too. What what um, was he doing in the nineties? Uh the pest, wasn't that him? The pest. And uh, he was also one of the voices in Ice Age. That was in the two thousands, but um, Oh, um Super Mario Brothers. Oh yeah, he's Luigi. Yeah. What what he's in uh, a couple of things. Uh, oh, he was in that movie Chef with... That's more recent, but he was in that movie Chef with... Uh, Great John movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, The Pest in 1997. That's one I always think of. Moulin Rouge. Um, oh, he was one of the voices in Encanto. He's uh, he's Bruno in Encanto. That's right. Oh, and he's in John Wick. Oh, there you go. Wow. <laughs> um, 
I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, Ice Age. I'm, I'm now I'm pulling up the list. Oh, he's in the Romeo and Juliet with Leo. Mm, great movie. Great movie. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I like John Leguizamo. I like David Harbour. Love How can David it go Harbour. wrong? Exactly. Well, uh, anything else, Greg? No, I don't think so. Might or might might or might not be our last episode of 2022. Yeah, I feel like it probably is, but we can let's aim high. Maybe we get another one in before Christmas. That's the spirit. That's the holiday. Well, spirit. we're gonna see. We're gonna see a couple movies. We've got plans, so That's maybe true. we'll have some stuff to talk about. Yeah, listeners, it was great uh, checking in with you. Thank you for listening, as always. And we yeah. will see you next time. Happy holidays. Happy New Year if we don't talk to you. Yes. Happy holidays. All the cheer. Merry, merry. Ho, ho, ho. All that good stuff. Rock on. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.